is an Odyssey original. This is the War in Ukraine Daily. I'm Charles Feldman. And I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. The war in Ukraine raging on and Russian forces are slowly gaining ground in the east. There are concerns the Donbass region could soon look like the besieged port city of Mariupol. Journalist Phil Itner joins us again. He is in Lviv, Ukraine now, soon headed back to the capital of Kiev. Phil, how do you characterize what's happening now in the eastern part of Ukraine? Uh, the Ukrainian forces were well aware that this is the strategic objective of the Russians. And they kind of had a salient out there, a, a bulge out in the far east around a town called Severodonetsk. And that seems to be where the Russians are concentrating their firepower. And what they're trying to do basically is to gain that strategic objective that they have overall within Ukraine, which is to connect that land bridge down to Crimea and then subsequently also have control of the water canal that supports the peninsula. So it does look like the Russians are concentrating on that sector of the country. It does look like they're making gains. But the Ukrainians are quick to add that they are getting more and more weapons every day and that there can also be expected a counteroffensive. I was reading uh, an article this morning, and I wanted to get your input on this, uh, Phil, uh, that was basically sort of trying to dissect what a victory or what a, 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 a finish to this war is likely to look at. And it was pointing out that we're starting to see some cracks in the uh, what was up to now anyway, this great cohesion among our Western allies. And everyone seems to have a different definition of where this is headed. The U.S. wants to, you know, uh, bring Russia down to a level where it can't do something like this again. Some of the Europeans just want to return to the territory before the invasion. I gather the uh, Ukrainian president uh, wants to also go back to, uh, you know, pre-invasion times. Uh, is that something that, that's being talked about a lot there? Oh, an awful lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a main topic of conversation. The Ukrainians actually don't just want to go back to the pre-August uh, uh, 2022 line. They they want to go all the way back to the lines as they were drafted following the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1991. And that would, of course, include the Crimean Peninsula itself. That might be high aspirations, and it might open up a whole other can of worms because Russia does actually uh, uh, consider Crimea part of its uh, territory now that there was that referendum under a gun after the Maidan incidents in 2014. But what is possible and what is actually conquered on the ground in terms of the war effort and who holds what territory, that's going to be a significant conversation because, as I say, it does look like the Russians are going to gain control of that land bridge. Can they walk away from this war, having won that uh, strategic victory, but losing the strategic victory of, of taking the capital and changing the leadership in Kiev? That is up to uh, President Zelensky and Putin to determine, President Zelensky here in Ukraine saying that he insists that any kind of uh, peace talks are held on the presidential level. So that would mean direct talks with Vladimir Putin. Has there been any movement on getting some of the food, some of the grain exports out of Ukraine that apparently are being blocked because Ukraine's a breadbasket? We've talked about this before, and that poses a huge problem for like world food security if you can't get that stuff out of there. Yeah, it's a huge problem. Uh, there is a naval blockade in the Black Sea. Uh, there's been an awful lot of talk about actually supplying the Ukrainians with anti more anti-ship uh, missiles to uh, to kind of open up that blockade. 
Um, but right now, no, not a lot of food is getting out from where it should be getting out along that port uh, area down near Odessa on the Black Sea. Now, the Russians, in addition to that, are taking many of these uh, grain stores, and uh, they are trying to put that on the open market as well. So it may be, uh, you know, maybe grain that's being sold that is stolen. In fact, um, several countries have already re- have, uh, have resisted doing that, Egypt notably. Uh, but, you know, the, the food situation is potentially very dangerous. And uh, this is a major exporter of grain, and there will be global ramifications if somehow that grain can't get to market. should also quickly notice, uh, note as well, however, that um, uh, much of these grain supplies are actually being destroyed in the war because there's so much indiscriminate firing going on. This has ground down into kind of a war of artillery, which means you're just blanketing entire areas with ammunition, with ordnance, and uh, it, it it means that those store those uh, storage facilities are hit, being hit as well. Journalist Phil Itner, thanks again from uh, Lviv or in Lviv now, but uh, soon headed back to Kiev. Thank you. Former U.S. Secretary of State Henry Kissinger said at the World Economic Forum in Switzerland that Ukraine should accept Russia's annexation of the Crimean Peninsula that happened back in 2014 in order to bring the current war to an end. Ukraine's President Zelensky has responded and with some harsh words for Kissinger. It seems that Mr. Kissinger's calendar is not 2022, but 1938. According to Zelensky, he says he thought he was talking to an audience not in Switzerland, but in Munich at that time. This is an Odyssey original. You can find us and others on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on Stitcher. Stitcher.